Good afternoon. In a much earlier video in this sequence of videos about literacy learning, I remember pointing out that there is a huge difference in how we conceive of literacy today and how we conceived of it a half century ago. A half century ago, literacy was something that was limited to being able to read and write. Effectively, sometimes, but just to be able to read and write enough to participate, read a newspaper, understand what was going on in the world around us. Today, we understand that literacy, in order to be successful as a skill, has to apply to a much broader area of endeavor. Today we believe that a literate person has to be able to take something that they read or something that they see and take the ideas and connect it to something else that they already know. It's like filling in the pieces of a puzzle. And every little piece of that puzzle fits in somehow. But it doesn't just fit in because one side works. It works because of the shape and the colors and the positioning. So when we read something, we want to be able to connect it to all kinds of other things. If I read an article about space travel, or I see a movie about space travel, as an adult, it should trigger all kinds of connections. Movies that I've watched about space travel, books that I've seen about space travel, pictures that I've picked up, facts in my head, and so on. It's a building up from one level to another of connected dots that help to fill in a map of knowledge, if you will, in our brains. And it's something that doesn't happen once or twice. Literacy is a skill that we are constantly perfecting. I know I have a PhD in education, but there are lots of things that I am absolutely, totally illiterate about. Another person can be totally literate about science at the end of high school, but not about a lot of other things. So literacy is segmented. But the important thing is that everything we read or have read to us forces us to think and connect. So talking about reading to a youngster in a classroom or sitting on a bed beside a five-year-old and reading to that five-year-old, it doesn't matter what we pick to talk about. It could be the meanings of some words. It could be, could be what a picture shows. It could be about what a character is feeling or thinking 
or planning. Anything opens up a door. Anything turns a key. It's the difference between superficial learning and deep learning. We only learn when we're forced to think. Similarly to we're only able to solve a jigsaw puzzle when we look at that piece relative to all the other pieces in front of us and look at where it might fit in. The difference between a jigsaw puzzle and literacy is that in a jigsaw puzzle, only one piece fits in a particular place. But in literacy, individual piece, pieces fit in lots of different places. And so when you read a story, it doesn't matter which key you unlock with a child or with an adult. The important thing is that you unlock a key. And it doesn't matter how long or how little the time is that you spend, as long as you spend it. It's not enough anymore just to read a story. Not at all. Yesterday, I read a story online written by Robert Munch called Moira's Birthday. And I had a lot of fun reading it. I do. I have a lot of fun reading Robert Munch stories. But if I was sitting with my seven-year-old grandson and reading that story, I might talk about what kinds of birthday parties he's gone to and how many people he might think the apartment that they live in in, in Israel will hold. How many people could, could he invite to a birthday party and how many people would he not be able to invite? We could talk about what he might serve or ask to be served and what games they might play or when the pandemic is over, where they might to go. But they are applying the storyline as a key to a new direction of thinking and learning and pondering. It's all about the deep learning. It's all about accessing scaffolded knowledge. When, when you read Curious George to a child in a classroom or on the bed, you make the assumption that they know what a monkey is. What if they don't know what a monkey is? Can they access the knowledge, access the story in the same way? The other day, my wife asked me about A Snowy Day by Ezra Jack Keats. And it talks about a little boy walking through deep piles of snow in the wintertime. What if that child has never experienced snow? How can that child, a child that doesn't know anything about snow, access what that story is about? True enough, when we get older, we can access stories at a different level. I could. I just finished reading a children's book that is a, a that takes place in China and pulls out 
from the author's mind stories that she remembered and she wove into a beautiful story. I can appreciate that. But if a child has never been experienced to anything about China, they can't. And so you don't read a book like that. Today, we make the assumption that every child accesses knowledge at a different level and in a different way and from different directions. And so when we choose a book to read, we have to think about our audience and we have to think about how we can apply it. It's all about the interaction between two people or a class of students and setting the stage so that what you read, they can visualize or they can relate to in some way. You look at what the story is about and you ask whether they have a key to access that. So today, when you read a story, Think about your audience. Think about how it will relate to a particular group of students. I read another story about a family. And when I was reading it, I was thinking about the fact that some children are not lucky enough to come from stable families. How, will a, how would a young child feel reading about a family that they can't relate to at all. In fact, listening to that story only is like a hammer hitting in the head saying, I don't have that. I can't enjoy that. I don't like that. That's as much a part of what literacy today is as anything else. We can use any book in any number of ways as a medium for teaching. But we have to think about who we're going to be teaching, who we're going to re be reading to. At the end of the day, it's all about the relationship between the teacher or the parent and the student or the class and the tool that's being used. Think about that.